following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down hand of Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Perry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Are you ready for some football? It is football time in the National Football League. It's game day somewhere. And we here at the Star in Frisco are preparing for a game day on Sunday. But in Philly, it's game day today. What do you think the scene is like in Philly already this morning? I think they're getting ready. I I, I spent a year of my life working for the That's Eagles. That's right. Yeah. And so very passionate. Listening to the whip? Yeah, they they, they love me. <laughs> they love me a lot. That Angelo Gataldi. He's like, I wonder what that bald guy is thinking about. Was Tony Bruno yeah. there then? Uh, no, it was the, the actually Rio Hughes. WIP is what uh, Bill's talking yeah. about, and yeah, the 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 state Angelo gave me the most problems, and then the other guys were actually pretty good. Rio Hughes was on, and then Al Morgani. Al Morgani is like a hockey guy, uh-huh. so he really didn't know how to attack me. <laughs> how they how they give you problems? Like they would you would call in. As a guest, no, he no, was a no. prominent member. Of, I, I was a front office guy. I was I like, know, I was like Will McClay. Yeah, but uh, did you, were you ever? So his guest name on was shows? out there. No, no. The, I, real quick story. Uh, there was a there was a uh, Gary Cobb. Is a, I think Gary Cobb does afternoons there now. Or okay. he's he's he start, player? Yeah, he okay. the, he started off as a he started off as a uh, an overnight guy. And I'm sitting at the vet one day. I'm sorry, this is like a Mickey's no, I, minute here. I've, I've heard this but story. I'm, I'm going to take off my press yeah, pass. No, no, but Bill, I'm sorry if you if ever, if you if folks have heard the story. I'm sorry, but Gary Cobb. When I'm sitting at the vet night before the draft, and I'm like watching tape. I can't sleep. I'm watching just players, you know, and just kind of. And so I'm listening to Gary Cobb do overnight on WIP, and Gary Cobb's goes. Gary Cobb. This is 1997, 98 draft. He goes. I wonder what that broadest guy's thinking right now about his team. I wonder if he's thinking about what direction he's. So I called in. Did you really? I called in. I love, and, I and love Gary, this story. And Gary Cobb so goes, Gary's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? And I said, we're going to take Trey Thomas with the 11th overall pick. And uh, <laughs> he goes, really? And I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're going to take Trey Thomas. He goes, uh, you know, we, we kind of have some ideas. Uh, we're not going to have a chance to get Manning or Leaf. You know, we could use a quarterback, but. We're going to take Trey Thomas, offensive tackle from Florida State. And this is before Twitter See, and all like this nowadays, stuff like that. Somebody, this would tra- yeah, someone there, would pick some, this up. Some blogger uh-huh. you know, is staying yeah, up I couldn't all get night away with this now. Yeah. tweet this out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the truck driver that's going to cry, you know, listening to WIP or whatever. And if you're listening overnight, maybe you're leaving from a restaurant, you're a chef or something like that, you're going home after a long day. Yeah, I just told, got- him, I told him, I said, we're <laughs> taking Trey Thomas, the offensive tackle from uh, Florida, Florida State. State. Did he believe you? Initially, he didn't. And then we started talking the reasons why. We got into Randy Moss. Uh, Jeff Lurie, the owner of the Eagles at the time, he didn't want to draft Randy Moss. Randy Moss was our first receiver on the board. I'm not just saying that right now. I could bring in my card with the, the board and how I had it all laminated. Of course, Rob, you know I had it laminated. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yeah, so I had, the, you know, I had Randy Moss, and I had him off the board. Mr. Lurie just said, no, we can't go that direction. So we, we, took, we took Trey Thomas. And – it's funny to this day, uh, Gary Cobb is like, every time I, I see him in the press box or something like that, he's like, man, you were all right that day. I'm like, well, you <laughs> so wanted to know. how far before the draft was that? Uh, uh, probably about nine hours. 
Wow. Well, maybe. NFL okay. now draft day is creeping closer. Yeah, here we plenty go. Plenty of talent out there for the birds to pluck from the college tree. And this year, Ray Rhodes is getting plenty of help from guys like Brian Brodus. He's Brodus. the scout that was brought in from Green Bay and helping real, the war room in a week from Saturday. This is key. And we do have a lot of needs. So all you cover our football team. You go watch the games. You know. You know what we need. The fans know what we need. I mean, it's no mystery. And I think through the draft that we can get some. We can help this team. I think it's we did. It's no mystery. Uh -huh. No, it's no mystery. We helped the team though. And we, we did. Yeah. There you go, Ken. <laughs> there it you. is, Ken. There you go. But no, I, here I don't mean to talk about the Eagles, but we we did. I mean, you know, once Mike Lombardi and I left. You know, we Mike traded for Hugh Douglas. That was a huge move. Trey Thomas, Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, we drafted some guys that can play. And Andy Reid took advantage of that. Andy Reid the next year drafted Donna McNabb, and then mm -hmm. they started drafting some really good oh, that's, players. That's, that's the and, core and, and, that started winning yeah, all the divisions. Yeah, and that's why, yeah. and that's why that, that team, I mean, that just shows you if you have a draft that you can build on and build on and build on. You can, you can turn things around pretty quickly and uh, – but in Philly, again, the, the fans are getting ready. I'm sure WIPs like they're, oh, they're yeah. drinking champagne There's, right now because they're Super mm -hmm. Bowl champs. Dog mass everywhere. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so who wins tonight? Playing Atlanta. You know what i I think there's going to be uh, some hangover. I do think there's going to be a little hangover for the Eagles. I don't think it's going to be as easy. They play a first place schedule. Last year they were playing a schedule with you know the yes they're playing division, but they had a I think they were. Uh, third or fourth, you know, with the schedule. So I kind of feel like, though, Atlanta was a bad call away, a bad offensive call away from going on in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. If Steve Sarkisian doesn't run sprint right option on the goal line right there, Julio Jones, and nothing wrong with throwing the ball to Julio Jones, but find a way to get the ball to Julio Jones not where there's limited space where he can't really operate like he needs to. So Atlanta, And Atlanta was going to have a hangover from the previous year. Yes. Having gotten yes. to the yes. Super Bowl and yes. blowing it I like think Atlanta's did. a really good team. I know we're going to probably do some picks and stuff here later on, but I, I have a feeling that Atlanta, and, and, and I haven't really been impressed with what I've seen from Philadelphia in the preseason. Mm -hmm. and, and even ones versus ones, they haven't, they haven't really shown that well. So... I'm interested. I think Atlanta has a chance to go in there and win this football game. Bulls is starting tonight? Yeah, he is. Yep. I'll, I'll take Philly at home. I'll take the champs at home. I always do. Week one, yeah. crowd will in be fact, like we just I, talked about. Crowd will be crazy. I started going through the entire schedule. I've got a guy that emailed me, and sure. he said, all right, pick every game. It's a little email deal. And I started into it, and then I found myself just – picking too many home teams. I mean, well, that's what week you do. one, week two, week yeah. whatever. Did yeah. you pick Carolina? <laughs> Um, I actually, no, well, I've been, when are we going to make our pick on this game tomorrow? I'll, I'll probably make that tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Okay. We'll do yeah. it tomorrow. I don't Mickey, blow Mickey that. conveniently not will be here. So he doesn't have to. Oh, I'll text yeah. him. Oh, yeah. we'll, get, uh, we'll get it. In fact, I texted him. Do I have to think? Oh, well, that's exactly what he said. I texted him this morning. I said, Hey, it's start of the season tonight. Why don't yeah. we go ahead and get on record with our Super Bowl picks? And so he, that was his response. Do I have to think? Do I have to think? <laughs> I said, it's a nice little project for you while yeah. you're away. Oh, so baby steps. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Uh, one of the news items from yesterday, I guess we could touch on here, is that Earl Thomas did report uh, to Seattle. He's not a happy Imagine camper, that. but he is yeah. uh, in the fold with, with uh, Seattle. And as we've talked about all along, uh, and I think one of the big things as far as this whole, all the speculation and all that, when you look at Dallas at Seattle week three, 
the Seahawks were not going to make that trade not. where Earl Thomas was going to be in a cowboy uniform for their home opener on week three. Now, yeah. we'll see where things stand after that game, where these two teams are as we lead up to the trade deadline. I don't think it's totally off, but I think that's why Seattle's asking for a one and then some. Well, this you know? is this is where this is where and the other, I, I'm let a, me I'm say one more, one more thing. The other thing is Seattle, as many moves as they've made and they've gotten rid of a lot of veteran players, at this point, they think they can contend to do well, whatever. And, and look, that's you know? what I've been saying all along. Like, from their side, why do you necessarily want to do this? I, I get yeah. it if you're not going to extend him long term. But what if now that it's into the season, Brian, what if they start out 4-0? and Yeah, what stranger you know? things and, and have happened. Now they're best team Even in the Even though on paper it doesn't look like they have a contending team, in their mind they've gone through training camp, and you know the mindset of an sure. NFL team. Absolutely. Um, they're thinking, okay, yeah, we can do this thing. Yeah, but I, to me, guys, they, they had no intention of trading Earl Thomas. Right. They really didn't. Ever? I mean, I don't think they did. Because the, and the, they probably still don't have yeah, and, an intention, and, and, and this, but and things it, could change if they start off, one and four. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah. But the, the thing about it is, John Snyder thought it was more important for his locker room not to have not to have a player come in and say, and even a player with the lofty status of Earl Thomas come in and say Dictating. Yeah, dictating to him and to Pete Carroll that, hey, oh, and by the way, trade me to this team. Mm-hmm. John Snyder, it didn't. John Snyder threw out the okay. Well, hey, we'll look at this and look at that. Only at the very end. What did the Cowboys do when it happened? We'll give you a three. Well, that's not good. We'll give you a two. Uh, it was never good enough for John Snyder. It was he wasn't going to trade. The only time that John Snyder was going to trade this player to you was on draft night. That was it. And and for him to ask for a first round pick is ridiculous because he already asked for your fiftieth pick mm-hmm. during the draft. So you know, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. no, he wasn't going to trade this player because he was going to he was going to he was going to set an example. You are a holdout player. You want to hold out on me? Uh, uh-uh. uh. And what when was make the Seattle demands? front office reaction when Earl Thomas went into the Cowboys locker room? On yeah, Christmas they Eve? wanted to get rid of him. It's not good. They, they not good. Won, but yeah. they're not going to get rid of him but, to the but, team there where he walked into the locker no, room. No, but with that's exactly right. John <laughs> Snyder's not going to trade him. Now, if, if they come back and they're one and four and whatever and want to trade him, I'm not giving him a two. Yeah, Screw you. Things I, change. No, that I'm not giving yeah. you a two. You know, you're yeah, going to get a yeah. three or four from me. You had a chance to get something. No. You're not getting anything from me in that value. And a one, he that they Dallas was never going to give him a one. Seattle set the market on draft night. It was a two. That's what it was. They asked for the 50th pick, and Dallas said no. And you know what? John Snyder basically, you know, the winner of all this is John Snyder. He won because his player, he knew this guy was not going to miss game checks. Right. Who told you that? I've lived. I've lived in this league forever. I agreed with you. I've lived in this league forever. It doesn't matter. I mean, Players don't leave checks. Now that guy at Pittsburgh. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, he now plays a position. He plays a position where there's not a lot of longevity there. Mm-hmm. There is. I mean, there is not a long. And but he's turned so down. So it's a, a different business decision. It is for a, a running different back. business decision for run. But he's turned down two offers. He's turned down yeah. contract extensions there. And the, it, what's the market for running backs been? Kind of going downhill a little bit. Kind of kind of people not, not value, value. You use them, and then you get rid of them. 
Mm-hmm. That's what you yeah. do. You don't pay them. You use them and you move on. It's it's a terrible way to say things, but that's what we're all, we're doing now in the National Football. Demarco Murray was a great yes. example of yes. it. Demarco Murray's retired at thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. It life expectancy of a running back 29, 30. Mm-hmm. You don't have Emmett Smith role. That's why Emmett Smith. When Smith's did Marion Barber retire? Age twenty eight. Yeah, you know? right. Emmett Smith's record will never be. It'll ne- especially it'll, now that, that there's there's committee mm-hmm. back yeah. back committees yes. now. When people throw the ball. No, it's not going to happen. But and so generally, though, you're talking about millions of dollars and a guy who's turning 30. I know, I know he's made money already. Yeah, but you're talking Earl Thomas. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like Earl Thomas. Yeah, what would we do? Oh, would we heck, turn, would I'm we old. Sit? I'm old, and they're saying I'm an old. I'm doing DallasCowboys.com, and I'm an old guy. And they're like, hey, listen, we'll keep paying you. We'll keep. Yeah, yeah I'm going to show up. Show up. I'm going to show up because what else am I going to do? I'm a terrible copy salesman. <laughs> you know, I can't sell you a copier. But no, I don't want to. Okay, thanks. I've been down that road before yeah. where I had to figure out something else to do. And it's I don't a terrible, want to do it's something a terrible, I've tried it too. <laughs> it's a terrible life. Yeah, that's right, Rob. I <laughs> left for three years and yeah. it sucked, so no, I came back. But, that, right. but that's, where, that's where, to me, Earl Thomas was never going to leave game checks on the field. He never was. You know, and, and Snyder knew that. He played it. He played it perfectly. He won. John Snyder won. He got the player to come back. He showed his locker room like, listen, you try and bully me, uh-uh. It ain't working. And, and he came st- back on Wednesday, too, yeah. meaning that he can play on Sunday. He didn't, he didn't wait till Saturday to yeah, exactly. check back in. Exactly. So is this thing dead? It's only dead if, it's only dead if Seattle – well, excuse me. It's, it's only going to be alive if Seattle says, hat in hand, uh, hey, would you like to take him for a, a three or a four? And I'm the Cowboys. I'm like, I don't know. I'm holding you up a little bit. Now it's been, now it's really about principle, you know. It, Dallas was willing. If Dallas was willing to go back and offer, I cannot fault Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, or Jason Garrett here. They tried once Seattle opened it up. Okay, open it up. I mean, like, uh, okay, uh, do you want to do you want to trade for him? Mm-hmm. You know, once Snyder like like actually grew a pair and then <laughs> decided to trade the guy. You know, once you know, once he kind of made some off. What, what did Dallas do? Dallas jumped in there. We'll give you a three. And this is no. Unique. We'll give you a two. When they said no, then we'll take a one. Well, okay. You called me on draft night. Want my fifty? I'm not going to give you a one. Right. See, that's that's where that's where this all is. Right. I'm I, Snyder. I'm disappointed. And I mean, this, he this won. Is, this is your buddy you're talking about. Yeah, too. he won. He won. That's why you can talk. Like <laughs> that's that. right. Yeah. John and I go way, <laughs> right, way, right, way, right. way, way back. But you know what? He was, you know, and for for people to say that, well, Dallas should have been more aggressive. They never had a chance to be aggressive. They never had a chance because the guy in Seattle wasn't willing to trade him until the Takes very two to tango. Yeah, the very end. The very end. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. Yep. Back where we started. That's right. This this trading stuff fires me up because it's personnel moves, you know? Well, it's a dance. It, and it's a public it's, dance, it's, too, it's, at times. Yeah, but see, Dallas was willing to play this game. Seattle had to be the team willing to. That's what I kept saying on Twitter. You know, when people ask me, what about this? Don't blame Dallas. Blame Seattle. When Seattle's ready to trade the player, they'll trade him. And, and, and Snyder just kept, 
<laughs> we, we have a loyal listener that has checked in. Oh. Mickey, Mickey Spagnola texted. He apparently is listening to the show. Yeah. He said, I told you September 4th on Earl missed by one day. Oh. Of course, Captain uh, Matter of Fact. <laughs> Captain Matter of Fact jumps in there. <laughs> He took, he took a real leap real, there. Yeah, real, oh, yeah. Really going out on a limb. Yeah. He's going to go claim his yeah. half a million dollars. Yeah. Sometime <laughs> in week one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so get anyway, well, Mickey, so well. safety position as it is, it's a challenge this week against – and you, I know you talked to Boy, Carolina offense yeah. versus Dallas defense yesterday. Get ready, the, and, or, yeah, get ready, Greg Olson, for having to deal yeah, – and it's going to be Jeff Heath. Wrote about that in the matchups today. So keep an eye on how Jeff Heath will – participate or play against uh greg olson. greg olson yeah yeah that'd be interesting now will vander esch get some time against him vander esch was out there on the practice field yesterday moving around he was moving and, around i think they're going to find a way to play this young man in this game but i think it's going to come down to when you talk about coverage i think it's going to come down to uh, to jeff heath i, I really mm-hmm. do believe it's going to be jeff heath i the way they'll play that single high they'll put jeff heath down and they'll he's taken over the byron jones role of of having to deal with uh, with right. the, the big tight end. Game. Are, are you comfortable with Van Der Esch in certain situations against tight ends, though, with his ability to cover and drop and yeah? And play I, I mean, I, stuff yeah. His, I think I think one of his real size. strength, but the problem is Leighton Van Der Esch has not zone dropped and man covered. I mean, yesterday was really the first day that we've ben. seen Leighton Van Der Esch since. Three weeks, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Right. He's I mean, going up against Rico Gathers yeah. in goal line stuff. Yeah, to me, to me, it's more like, hey, let's figure out how to get. Uh, you know how to get Leighton Van Resch, uh, acclimated to what's going to happen in this game. Kind of, kind of give him a little bit of a focus. You know, don't ask him to do something. That I just don't know what you can expect out of a rookie in his first NFL game. Who My gosh, you better say about Connor for, Williams then too, yeah. if you're going to talk about rookies. Yeah, you know, because Connor Williams is going to have his hands full, and that's another matchup you need to keep an eye on. Kawan Short, we've talked about him a little bit. That three technique can be a little bit of a headache. You know, he's a big guy that's got some power. He's got some quickness. You know, we'll see with Connor Williams. This is going to be this is going to be Joe Looney keeping that left eye on Connor Williams this whole game. Right is here. it fair to say that the Panthers' strength overall best strength might be their D line in terms of? Oh yes, you mentioned short, uh, Ontario Poe, Poe that they yeah. got in the off season. Yeah, You've got Julius Peppers, Peppers still around. Westport. I mean, they got yeah, they've got some guys. Mario Addison at Addison, eleven sacks yeah, last exactly. year too. They had exactly. fifty sacks last year. Yeah third in the league and they were third in the league against the run yeah not bad see this this this, my biggest fear of this game is it turning into a denver game last year Mm. that where dallas is just banging their head against the wall the inability to run and then it turns into okay now now denver had better cornerbacks you know but still i just worry about the cowboys game plan it will be to run to run to run to run and that'll help dak prescott if they can run but Carolina, you know, we'll, hey, we'll see how the we'll see how the tight end rotation plays because who at the point of attack is going to block these guys? Who are going to be the guys that set in the edge? You know, well, we're going to see them down block, down block, get guys on the edge. I mean, I mean that's you know we've seen the Cowboys in the preseason their ability to run the ball. A lot of it has been because of their getting guys on the outside and getting them on the edge. Yeah, and that's one of the great strengths of Ezekiel Elliott. But if you don't control the inside three for Carolina. 
Yeah, there's going to be yeah. some problems. And that includes Luke Keekley in there playing that yeah. Mike linebacker. Well, yeah. listen to Zeke yesterday. He's ready to play right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's not all on him. They've got to create some holes for him. They do. Let's, uh, let's dive into – how about we dive into Dallas offense versus Carolina's Sounds defense. Good. So when we come back here, we'll take your phone calls as well, 888-855-2297. And coming up later as well, we'll make our picks because this is the first day of the NFL season. More Talking Cowboys in a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, Brian. Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabric. Nestles. You can barely feel. Mm -hmm. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys, Bill. You always make me uncomfortable in my workplace when you make those reads. Nestles. (laughs) Nestle up. Fabric. They got some fabric, some special type of fabric. Micro, yes. micro, micro, type microbial. Yeah, I, tried right? to, I just read, I picked up the card to read it one day and I'm like, no, 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 And then and that word came up and I went, oh, blah, blah, blah. I, <laughs> I was like, copywriting 101, like, you got to keep like the words simple. Louisiana educated. I was like, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I um, skip over it. Cowboys open the season Sunday in Carolina, and yeah. the home opener is a week from Sunday. There you and go. you can get tickets, single game tickets for the Giants game. There you go. $40. Ooh. Tickets are just deal. only $40. Go, you can get yours now before they sell out it right here at DallasCowboys.com. Wow. 
Sunday night football. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I think the Cowboys can have some home field advantage starting this year. What do you yeah, think? Maybe. Yeah, that it's would been be a, a novel concept. Oh, yeah. yeah, been a while. Kind of, kind of do better. The other the amazing thing. <laughs> here's the, here's the amazing thing about AT and T Stadium. This is the tenth season. Yeah. I cannot believe how time has flown yeah, by. It is. 2009 was the first season. This is 2018. This is the tenth season at mm. the new. It's good math, Bill. Tony Romo yeah. was a about puppy that? back then. How yeah. about that? That's, That's right. Impressive. That's it right. is, Jason. Thanks, Coach. Yep. All right, uh, before we dive into Dallas offense versus Carolina defense, let's go to the phone lines. We've got James in New York. James, you're on Talking Cowboys. Uh, good afternoon. Oh, actually, good morning, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> good. We'll work there. Uh, I forgot. I'm an hour ahead of you guys, so it's fine. No yeah. problem. No um, problem. So it's afternoon Yeah, this there. is actually really cool that uh, – I get to talk to you guys. I follow Bradis on Twitter, answer you back a few times. I'm one of the crazies that always hit you back, but thank you. You guys do great work. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life. I mean, I grew up in New York for like you know, 20, you know, since 92, since the first year. So it's been a long time. Um, you know, going into the season, I guess, you know, I have a lot to, you know, good answers going to be this. I'm very curious about Dak and meaning it's, I like to see what this guy's going to do when things aren't perfect, and we can probably all agree that going into the season opener, it's not going to be a perfect start. Frederick out, you know, offensive line things. It never because, is perfect. That's right. Yeah, you know, because I felt like going into last, you know, last year, I know we had some offensive line problems, but I was a little down on his play because, to me, when I look at these great quarterbacks, I think that they can carry teams on the back like a Rodgers and a Breeze. Not that I compare Dak's skill set to them; it's a very different kind of skill set, but they're also just winners. And, I'm, and I guess um, my question to you guys is, how do you think Dak is going to handle this gauntlet? Because it's a pretty tough four weeks going, uh, opening up the season with Carolina, the Giants, and you got to go to Seattle, which is never an easy place to play, no matter how people think they're going to be this year. And then you got to come back um, week four against the Lions. And, no, and especially those games, you know, out-of-conference games, those are the games that can keep you out of the playoffs if you have to deal with tiebreakers like, like last year. Yeah, I mean, and I always remind myself that, Drew Brees was three years in a row with seven and nine. I always remind myself of that. Dax won twenty two games yeah. in two seasons. I, always, but, but I, 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 would call I, I agree with I agree with Brees. I mean, I, I think Brees is a hell of a quarterback. <laughs> and but I always remind myself there's three years in a row he was seven and nine. And so I think a lot of it has to do with the players running. Did Dak not have to deal with inverse adversity last year? Of course he did. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're, you know we're, I mean, and I understand his question. Yeah, I do too. But, but do we? But but didn't he? Didn't he face adversity last year? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, hey, it was there was times where he was asked to do too much, and he didn't. He self admit it was on his back. He didn't. He, he didn't do a good enough job. He did. He didn't. But but, but but neither did a lot of guys. But we appreciate the call. But the the question was, he's comparing him to Breeze and Brady and the it's hard and, to do. And, and, and Hall of Famers. Future Hall of Famers that yes they make everybody around them better. Sure, Dak's not there yet. Is that is that okay? He's going into his third year. He's twenty five years old. He might get there at some point. But yeah, he needs help around him. Most ninety five percent of quarterbacks do. Ninety nine. If I was a, as a former scout and I saw Dak Prescott and what I think he's exceeded what I thought he was going to be. I agree. It, it just I'm just talking from a scouting perspective. Yeah, and I'll tell you an example of this. Scouts after Dak his first year here, Dak scouts went down to Mississippi State and they were looking at okay, where's all this talent of a nine ten win team? Where is it? 
Well, it's not here. It's that quarterback was the reason why you right. won nine and ten games every year. That's right. You know, so I, I think if you ask me, you know, if, where I had Dak ranked is right where he was taken. You know, fourth round guy. I didn't expect him to be, uh, you know, I didn't expect him to be a guy that was a top five pick or a top ten pick. I didn't and obviously expect, nobody else. Did I didn't. Either. Yeah, I didn't expect him to play like that. But you saw how he can play. You saw his rookie year, how they can play. Run the football, you know, you know, stay ahead of the chains and allow him to make simple throws. Allow him to make throws where he's playing on the move. He's capable of making those plays. But you ask him to sit there in the pocket and have to make throw after throw after throw, he's just not going to do that. So if you're evaluating him on the Brady and – and Breeze and those guys that sit there and throw on throw in the pocket and make all the throws, then that's not fair to him because he's not that player. When he came out of college, he wasn't that player. He's exceeded what I believed he was going to be as a quarterback. You know, I think uh, he's a better quarterback now than he was his rookie season because of what he went, had to go through last year. I hope so. And and I I think in fact there were games last year where they were getting blown out and I would see people say why is Dak still in the game? Right. Well, I think he needed to be in the game in those yeah. situations because he needed to be in that position where the only way that they were going to have any success was for him to sit in there and make those throws right. and try to come back. You know, one of Troy Aikman, it may be Troy Aikman's best game he ever played in the NFL was that NFC Championship game at San Francisco when they fell behind 21 nothing the first five minutes of the game. He played lights out the rest of the game. But they didn't have, they couldn't rely on Emmett at that point. Right. It was on him. He had to come back. Whatever. Sure. Well, Dak went through a lot of that same type stuff. He didn't have the same success that Troy did. He doesn't have. He doesn't have that pure passing, you know, pocket passing ability right. that Troy had. But he can win. He can beat you in other ways. But I just think that going through the process of last season is going to make him a better quarterback for this season. Brian referenced the Denver game last segment, and that was a game where he impressed the hell out of the coaching staff for the way he continued to hang in there and make throws under took pressure. A beating, yeah. Took a beating in the fourth I, quarter. I, I, they, the no running game. game. You know, the Atlanta game, he's running for his life, yeah. you know? I, yeah, yeah and, and that is – and Mick, if Mickey were here, I, I know he's shouting us probably right now while he's listening that – Things changed oh, after the Kansas City game. You see what Kit just did? <laughs> if you're watching, if you're, if you're watching. Kent, you're the best. If you're um, watching, he uh, showed an empty chair, <laughs> empty mic. Things changed after the Kansas City game. No Zeke, Tyron missed time, Sean Lee on defense. It all did affect the quarterback and the way they operated offensively. I will say, you can't go off everything in preseason, but the offense played 39 snaps, I think. Moved the ball, yeah, scored he points. Moved the team. He Ezekiel, did. Ezekiel didn't play a snap. Cole Beasley. Yeah. Either. Yeah. And so I, I think that's encouraging. And you get Zeke in there and and they, they have a chance to be efficient, but we keep going back to it. Some they've got to figure out a rotation at receiver. They got to figure out which guys something's got to happen. Okay, there. so You're let's dive right. into yeah, that yeah. Uh, against this Carolina defense. You alluded to the fact they didn't don't have the corners that the Broncos had no, last they don't. year. In fact they've got a rookie ja- yeah, they do. on one side. Dante Jackson is from LSU and he's a guy that I wrote about as an under the radar guy. He is a gambler. He, uh, Second round pick. Yeah, and get ready for double moves. Get ready for them trying to move him around. Get ready for him to try and be there. They're going to try and take advantage of how aggressive he is playing. So, yeah, this is this is a team that it, it, in the secondary, 
you know, if if the Cowboys can find a way to get some things going in the running game and then it turns into a play-action game and then all of a sudden you see balls going down the field, you see double moves, you see all these things, you know, they could do some good things against this Carolina secondary. They really, really can. I, I'm not. I, it's not one of those groups that, like we were saying with Denver, that just complete. Their front seven is outstanding. Yeah, it's, their it's secondary is not as outstanding. You know, and when they had Josh Norman, you know that that was kind of a shut down guy right there. But they don't have Josh Norman. So their other corner, James yeah, Bradbury, yeah. a former second round pick in yeah. 2016. They, and then you talked about uh, Captain Munderland in Munderland, the slot. Munderland playing in the slot, and he is as old as me, but he he finds a way to make things happen. That's going to be a matchup between him and Cole Beasley or Alan Hearns or whoever goes into that slot uh, to have to make a to make some plays. They have got to win on the outside if they're going to play play action football, and it, it you know it'll hopefully set them up. But I, I promise you, they are going to try and take advantage of Jackson on some type of double move to make him have to try and defend that. Rob, who do you think they'll be playing on the outside? Who do you uh, think <laughs> they're going to try to win with on the outside? And Brian. Well, I think you can see some Beasley out there a little bit, but I think probably Alan Hearns and Michael Gallup primarily playing on the outside and maybe moving Hearns around. He can play three spots. I don't know how much ga- slot we've seen from Michael Gallup, but yeah. Well, the problem is we've seen all these guys. They've all been on the outside. They've all gotten first team reps, but I would look at Beasley, Hearns and Gallup to start with. I think that Williams will be involved. I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, I think I think Williams. Involved. I think Williams is involved and if you, if you had to ask, yeah, but I, I think if you said starter starters. Yes. I think that you're gonna. I think they're gonna. They're they're most likely will roll. I think they will most likely roll with, uh, with Hearns, Beasley, and then Williams to start. Williams I think to so start. Too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's how they'll start it. And then okay, now let's find packages or things we could do. I talked about Jackson. Hey, and don't discount Thompson in this game, by the way, either. Mm-hmm. Thompson's See, a, uh, Thompson's, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the veteran guys. Yeah, you know, Thompson. Uh, you know, as Thompson, much as we we want to see Michael Gallup, you know, have a you know, great rookie season, whatever. Right off the bat, I think you find coaches like lean on the veterans. They to do. Start with they do you know? until they get the until they get Gallup up to speed. And you know, he played the last preseason game. He even admitted. He said, I need to play this game. Yeah, he did. You know, and so I I am, I am totally on board with throwing him out there. Uh, but you do have some veteran guys. And, Bill, I think you're right. Lean on them. Williams they'll lean on. Thompson they'll lean on. They'll lean on Hearns. They will surely lean on Beasley. Oh, that, yeah. That, yeah, that is sure. something. And, and, don't, and this is where, again, Tavon Austin, he's got to prove that he is more. My scout buddies all out there are saying, hey, show me you're more than just a toy. Is he more than a jet sweep guy? More than a jet sweep guy. Now I'll tell you what they do. Well, the, the, they they run some really some creative stuff. I'm saying the game. I'm I'm sure they'll come. up. We've seen them do some creative things in in in, in training camp yep. and stuff. Fake jet sweeps, run shovel passes. I mean, they'll do some creative things here. So that's something you probably need to keep an eye. We on. We got a mailbag question this morning about this. Like, could you do you keep all six active for game day? I and think the answer is yes. Yeah, you and do. like you're. Going to use all six probably. Yeah, in, in certain situations. It's they, crazy. And, and they, the other thing that's the, the the use of Tavon can help Dak in so many ways. I think right. one of the one of the great things that Linehan did with Prescott his first year was he designed an offense with a lot of bootlegs, waggles, that's, that that's, type that's, stuff. That's, that's, that that's how he gave plays. him the opportunity to set up a pocket outside the pocket. Okay, and gave him options at the intermediate level right shorter routes to we've tight, seen whatever we've seen Dak throw good balls intermediate and short we've seen that 
I mean, that, that's that's his game. His his game is the play action, draw guys up, hit behind, you know, run the slant, you know, fake the inside uh, yeah, inside handoff, hit the draw up. on the backside. You what know. sets that up is that Zeke in the backfield. And yeah, he has to. They've got to run, run the fakes. Ball. Yeah, it, you can't get if this team is behind the chains. And I'm not just talking about Carolina. But we've seen what happens when it's 2nd and 9, 2nd and 8, 2nd and 11. We've seen what happens. That's just not the way this team plays football with any success. And and you could say that about any NFL team, but especially this one, because the quarterback, you put it on him, he doesn't always respond. Drew Brees or Aaron (laughs) Rodgers or Brady, you get them in 2nd and 11, they're going to hit plays. But there's there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that aren't any good on 2nd and 11. Yeah, you know, and, and that's that, it, and that keeps those defensive ends honest yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you're no doubt uh, stay out of those second and long situations, we, we saw them manage that offense similarly in the second preseason game. Prescott on the move, getting rolling outside, getting some things going on on the on the periphery. Um, but yeah, that's why Connor Williams is here because they wanted to solidify this offensive line and get back to the same foundation where it is run first, and we're going to get Prescott in second and six. Third and two. That's that's how they win games. Stay that's ahead they, of the change. That's yes. how they yeah. score points. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and now with Frederick out, okay, can Joe Looney step up and can they be as efficient offensive yeah. line? See, we'll this see. is this is where this is where Frederick really hurts you. And not that he it wouldn't hurt you any other game, but when you talk about the inside three, and I brought it up with Carolina, how do you not allow Luke Keekley to make every single tackle? Yeah, you've got to get bodies on him, and if Joe Looney is trying to help Connor Williams and they can't get short taken care of. And all of a sudden Don Terry Poe is having, you know, if they, if, the one thing that Ezekiel is able to do is take that ball front side and break it back to the back side, you know, and if they don't have those blocks secured, where are the running lanes? That's where like, Denver took away a lot of what Dallas was doing, trying to run the football. And I worry a little bit about Carolina doing the same thing. I uh, I like Denver's uh, front three. They were running three four right. uh, last year, and they controlled the line of scrimmage. Sure did that, in that Didn't game. Block, Dallas did not block worth a damn in that game. Yeah, I w- Zeke. I think Zeke was getting into rounding into shape. Maybe not out of shape, but just kind of rounding into form. He had a weird off season, obviously. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to, to run with in that game. So it's got to be the same thing. It can't just all be him making something out of nothing in this game. And then when you fall behind. <clears throat> Um, then you just ditch it, right? That's right. I mean, mm. Yeah, yeah. That was a miserable game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but again, and you talked about it last segment. Connor Williams at that left guard. Yeah, there's going to be. That's the that's, my eyeballs are going to be on him. Yeah. <laughs> from the if start, Connor Williams, he's going to get beat. Okay, you just don't want him to get beat in a third and one or a third and two or or a third and five when they're trying they have somebody open when they got Beasley open but he's beaten so quick that Prescott trying to throw the quick ball can't get the ball out all of a sudden there's a sack right there Connor Williams is going to have he, and Jason Garrett even said this yesterday in the in the walkout or I mean I said in the, in the in the on the podium yeah he said you know, there's going to be time. You're not going to get beat. This is NFL. You're not going to get beat every single time, even though in my mind I thought about poor Chaz Green getting beat every single time, <laughs> you know, in Atlanta. But but he says, in this league, you're not going to get beat every single time. Now, you know, how many times, you know, of 65 plays, if Connor Williams loses three of them, 
Yeah, it's okay, but make sure they're not, they're not the three the, that key. Re- yeah. yeah, the three key plays in the game that maybe will turn the tide. If you're down on the goal line and you're trying to bang it in there, and he misses a block, and all of a sudden Zeke's tackled for minus two, and they have to kick a field goal instead of getting the touchdown. Those are the plays you don't need Connor Williams to lose on. I, I'm just telling you, he's going to lose. Tyron Smith is going to lose on a play. You know. They, they're going to Joe Looney. Joe Looney's going to lose. Time Pro Bowl. Yeah, I Joe mean, Looney's going to lo- lose on a play. It's just when at the certain time of the game do you lose on that play? Does Our, it absolutely wreck the game? Yep. And Kawan Short can wreck this game right. if, in the running game. He surely can. All right, we continue on talking Cowboys. This being the kickoff to the season, Thursday night football tonight. We're going to give you our choices on who's going all the way in 2018 when we come back on Talking Cowboys in a moment. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to Talking Cowboys. Boys with a face like mine, you need a lot of help. <laughs> and Jack Black can surely do that. You want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. It's my official skincare stuff as well. They do a great job. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves plus a full size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shipping. Get at. Uh, get at jackblack.com use the code cowboys get jackblack.com use the code cowboys get that skincare stuff get jackblack.com that's it (laughs) get jackblack.com we love it we got a care package for them right before training camp to take my gosh it's unbelievable fantastic i'm all you know scouts are all about the scouts motto is always it's if it's free i'll take three if i have to pay no way you know, that's always been the scouts motto. That's an NFL scouts yeah, motto or the Boy Scouts it, motto? No, it, 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 NFL scouts. is the Boy yeah. Scouts Yeah, motto. be prepared. Yeah. yeah, be prepared, right? Yeah, that's Something right. like that. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, to me, 
you know, like I say, this Jack Black stuff is incredible. I, I my I, my face, I got an old face. You have you know, old bald, face? bald old face, and this, this <laughs> stuff helps. It really does. <laughs> you know, it's like the fountain of youth. Pretty Talk, much, I love it. Yeah. Talking about scouts, and this relates to the Eagles as well. I was t- this shows where my mind is all the time. It's all into sports. <laughs> where are you going here, Bill? And oh, sports. I had an, okay. old, I had an old news director who uh, I was San told, Antonio. I was told no, it was actually at Channel Five in Dallas. Oh, and uh, this was twenty five years ago, and uh, word got to me that he was an Eagle Scout. Hmm. I said, "Oh wow, did you live in Philadelphia?" <laughs> <laughs> Good. It is pretty good. <laughs> Scott Murray was it? Scott Murray was that, was that your? Well, he was a sports guy. Is, is a sports guy? Yeah. Was you worked with? Did you work with Scott Murray? Yes, I did for eight years. You John Radigan and I worked with Scott. Yes, we, I'll tell you what. We built this shows quick, for eight years. He Bill. was he was host. He was the MC of the of our awards, the Emmys that we had the other night. He does a really good job with that. He's really comfortable. You know what? Comfortable he's talking, got, and he's got plenty of experience. Is that what he does? Is that his? Is that his? He, is he a professional? At one MC? point, he was a sportscaster at Channel Five for thirty years. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He would, and what his calling was was going in the community, game show host, <laughs> going in the community, doing the yeah. Chamber of Commerce breakfast sure. at seven a.m., yeah. and then he'd do the Kiwanis Club luncheon at noon, and then he'd do a school reading at two o'clock in the afternoon. I guarantee he counted up one year, he made seven hundred and thirty-seven. Public appearances in one year. Good lord, that's like Tony Robbins style right there. Amazing. Oh, this guy's good. Okay, I mean, he's good. He's a he, he moves the program along. I give anybody that can move along an awards banquet. <laughs> I am all for them. Just keep I don't it need moving. Just, just keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. All right. Uh, we get no picks from Mickey, right? Well, we've got. Oh, we do have picks from Mickey. Oh, oh I thought he was my. enjoying his uh, scrambled eggs and dry <laughs> yeah. toast. I don't, I'm not really understanding the picks, but oh uh, no, no, he's on morphine. I've got to filter through them. All right, well, I uh, like the Jets. My name right, is Fred. Got, okay, he's a, he's ignoring the AFC. Why? Okay, what, what does that mean? Okay, he's ignoring the AFC except for his Super Bowl pick. So oh, he okay. gave me the NF, his NFC division winners. Okay, take the Baltimore oh, Colts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's let's just play off his text right here. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah. let's go. Uh, let's go. Well, let's. You want to run through AFC real quick? Who's going to win each division? Well, we got New England in the East. Okay, we're all in agreement there, right? Yeah. All right. Who do you got in the AFC North? AFC North. I am going to go with Pittsburgh. I, I still got to go with still Pittsburgh. Going Pittsburgh. Pitt, still going okay. Pittsburgh. Baltimore yeah. could have a, a better team, better yes. year. Yeah. But Cincinnati's quarterback too is kind of coming around a little bit. Andy so. Dalton. Andy Dalton had a good right. preseason. Okay, uh, AFC South, which the Cowboys are going to get a healthy dose of. Yeah. Brian likes those Texans. I like, the, like Texans the Texans a lot, but I'll, I'll go with Jacksonville myself. Going Jacksonville. I will Jacksonville. go with Jacksonville, yeah. Yes. You're going Jacksonville. Okay, well, we're on that topic of the AFC South, and I'm going to go with Houston there. Okay. All right, what's the Cowboys' record going to be against the AFC South? I'm going to say 2-2. Two and two. Okay, think about it. They've, they're at Houston. They're at Indy. Indy. And they got Jacksonville and Titans at home. I'll say two and two. Yeah, I went yeah, two, right. two, two and two. I think that I, I think there's a pretty good shot they lose back to back games in the AFC South. 
Houston at Houston and coming home and losing to Jacksonville. I mean, those are yeah, two Super true. Bowl yeah, contenders. That's, right that's back to back weekends. Yeah. I think they're taking Indy and, and Tennessee. I'd hope for so. Sure. I'd hope so. Although Tennessee was, you know, decent last year. Yeah. And, I mean, it's Mariota, you just got to see. You never what, know. What it, you never what know. Will he ever amount yeah. to what they had hoped? Right. All right. And then the a- AFC West. It's. I think it's very interesting in the AFC West. It's going to sound year. crazy. I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Chargers. I. You know what? I, as Rivers. I mentioned, I went through picking week to week last night, and I kept picking the Chargers, basically. This is going to be one of those divisions where they'll probably be like, it'll be one of those eight and eight at the very end. Yeah. There's Somebody's trying to win their eighth game to, you know, to win the division. So you're taking Chargers I'm, over Chiefs this weekend? Yes. Yeah, I am too. I am too, yes. Yeah. I, I, the thing on the Chiefs is I just don't think with the rookie quarterback, Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, I the, love the, Mahomes. The thing that I, I do too. It's just what – Kansas City was able to do with Alex Smith was not turn the football over, and for a rookie quarterback like Mahomes, uh, they're not going to be able to. A lot of sign going no, on. Well, he, he's got some farve to him, and that he'll throw it to oh, the no, team a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's so dynamic. Oh, he's gonna, that. They'll, gonna, they'll win go, some games that you don't expect them to win. Too. Yeah, and their defense is strong. I'll go with Kansas City. All right, good for you. That's why I've got the Chargers over wrong. them because of their issues in the secondary as well in Kansas City. I think yeah. Rivers and Keenan Allen are going to light them up. I hope so. So. I hope so. <laughs> okay. They so, lit us up. All right. My then. gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm still seven seeing. Seven missed tackles on one Every play. time I have turkey yeah, dinner, yeah. I think of Phillip Rivers yeah. and Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, which I haven't had any turkey dinner since Thanksgiving, <laughs> but whatever. All right. Let's go. <laughs> NFC, let's start in the West. Start in the West. I haven't been writing these down. I need to write them down. I'm going to go with the Rams there. All right. Rams, what are my other options? Cardinals, <laughs> Seahawks, right. 49ers. Um, Give us a call and let us know who's in the NFC got, West. You got Earl Thomas in Seattle. Uh, Did you say Rams? Brian? I said Rams. Yes, I did. I feel like every top name in the in the offseason, the Rams added. That, yeah. should, that should help them. And yeah. they kept Aaron Donald. I'll go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams, oh. even though I'd like to pick someone else. But I just don't see another team. Pick the 49ers. Them. Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> doing the Jimmy G bandwagon. Oh, okay. All right, let's go to the NFC South. Atlanta Falcons. Which the Cowboys get a healthy dose of. I'm picking Atlanta. I'll go with the Saints. And I'm going Atlanta there. Okay. Well, you're, you're going out limb here. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Watch they made the playoffs. Pick Tampa. Huh? Pick Tampa. Not going that far. Might out. be the first coach fired. Mm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's right. All right, uh, let's go to the NFC North. Oh, wait. I got to give you Mickey's picks here. Oh, uh, oh he Mickey, participated? Mickey, he's participating on the NFC side. He's got Mickey's got the Rams uh-huh. in the West. He's got the Saints <laughs> in the South. So we're. I can't love we've got, this we've is got, genius, Kent. We've got two Atlanta picks and two New Orleans picks on the panel here. Yes. Did he forget who's in the AFC? Is that is that the issue we're having here no, with Mickey? No, I just think he doesn't ever pay any he's attention. He's getting a sponge You know, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Baltimore Colts. You know, Mickey, he doesn't pay any mind to yeah. the AFC. Yeah. You know, like like he'll say, you know, they got some guy like <laughs> some guy named JJ Watt. <laughs> Who ever heard of him? Exactly. <laughs> Sponge Beth. All right. We're going to the NFC North now and the Mickey pick. Let's show Mickey. <laughs> Mickey selects. Mike Zimmer, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mickey on this one. I like the Minnesota Vikings as well. I do too. Right. 
I do too. Oh, we got three. So I'm out on a limb. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Not a a bad deal there. Not a bad thing. Now we move to the NFC East. And Mickey and the NFC East. Mickey, who are you picking? (laughs) I'll go with the Cowboys. Come on, Mickey, your impersonation here. Come on, Kent. Give it to us. The Dallas Cowboys. They're going to win 12 games. <laughs> what's, get- what's funny is that he'll pick them to go like 9-7, and seven, but when we do weekly picks every week, he still picks them to win. So I don't know how that works. Kind of like Nate. Yeah. Kind of okay. like Nate. All right. Vicky has got to be chuckling right now, right? I hope so. Yeah, I hope, I hope he, he finds too. this funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny as we find it. Okay. So, Brian, who are you taking in the NFC East? Ooh. I think it'll be very interesting. I, I think that the Eagles still are going to – I think that the division is going to be a lot more – I don't think the Eagles are going to run away with this division like they did last year. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be a lot more competitive. I, I think the Cowboys will find a way to split with them. But I, I feel like that the Eagles will probably win one game more. Maybe it's instead. Maybe it's a 10-6 and six division win or a 9-7 – and seven, maybe not 9-7 and seven win the division, but – I just feel like the Philadelphia will find a way with they'll get their quarterback back, and and they'll 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 win this thing by one game. I think uh, all four of these teams have a chance to compete this year. I think Alex Smith is going to help Washington. The yeah. Giants have a chance of being kind of like the Cowboys a couple years ago, and just being better with Saquon st- stabilizing things. But until proven otherwise, I'm going to go with Philly. You're going with Philly. You know what? And I'm Villa's exact same way. I have absolutely no idea. Because it's just, I think it's, uh, well, so much of it is injury related too. Yeah. And, but, you know, the Eagles but, did survive some injuries last year, you know, and they're going to have to play, and Lord knows how many games they're going to not play with their starting quarterback. Could they be in an 0 2 hole? Maybe, maybe he's not ready in week two. And, you know, yeah. And all of a sudden now, I, I just think it's going to be a really, Philadelphia ran away with the division last year. They just went on a run like the Cowboys did the year before. I mean, you know, with the number of games that they were able to win. And, you know, the Giants kind of kept pace a little bit. But I, I just feel like that they're going to be probably one game better than Dallas. I mean, if I had to rank the teams in the division, Philly, Dallas, Giants, Washington. I think Washington is clearly – and, and you, you brought up a point. Well, I, I, I like – even though I like Smith at quarterback for them, I, I don't think he's an upgrade over – I, Cousins. Over over cousins. I don't. And, and I agree with you there. The same, they lost but, their running back. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened to that team already. That's true. Uh, I, I would put them last as well. But I just he might he could be more efficient offensively for them than what they got. Now I'm about to contradict myself here in a minute. But I, I think Smith could could make the offense efficient yeah. for them because they they you know cousins would throw the ball to the other team at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's right. So. That's true. Uh, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win the All right. Good for you, AFC Bill. All right. Good for you. I think I'm going to pick them. Is it, is it like a 10-6 and six pick over? Yes. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, and, and I think it may be even with the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Although the Giants – I, I, I want to sit here and think that the Giants are going to, because of what they did improving their I, offense. I worry about uh, – I would worry about their quarterback situation. Yeah, that's I don't think thing. he's – I don't think he's all of a sudden going to get better because they've got Saquon right. Barkley playing right. behind him. I'm, will it help? Yes. Their line is still a question mark. Yeah, it still is a huge question mark. Huge question mark. I think it's going to be very competitive in the NFC East. Okay, so NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. Here's Let's go to Mickey. 
Mickey in the NFC Championship game has Sean Payton's New Orleans Saints over Wade Phillips, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Saints over the Rams. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons and Vikings. With who winning? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota over Atlanta. Okay. I will take Minnesota over Green Bay. Hmm. Uh, hosted by Minnesota. Hosted there. by Minnesota. Yeah. Because you had Minnesota winning that division. Right. Yes. I've got. Green Bay winning over Atlanta. Mm. That okay. Does, that does mess with my picks, yes. Green Bay at Lambeau Field winning over Atlanta. All right, so now, Super Bowl. Do we pick Mickey. who? Do we, oh, Super Bowl? Okay. Did you pick the AFC we uh, champions? Yeah, pick, let's go pick. Mickey did not pick the AFC championship okay, game. Okay, so, so we'll, let's we'll, go. We'll, but you go ahead. Pick, pick AFC championship game. I think Jacksonville and New England. And with and I have Jacksonville going on, Ooh, playing at uh, at Jacksonville or at New England. Which I think they're going to play the game. They're going to win the game in in New England. In New England, yeah. Okay. All right, Brian's got Jacksonville over New England. I got wow. a rematch of last year, <clears throat> and New England prevailing once again at home over Jacksonville. I think we all have a rematch of last year. Well, let's see. I'm going to go with New England winning over. Houston. Hmm. Solid. Interesting. Interesting. They, they got a good team. That I think, preseason I, yeah. finale didn't Houston, do it justice. Houston or Jacksonville, that's gonna be that's gonna be a battle. I, that's two teams right there. That's gonna I feel that's gonna be a lot like what we saw with uh the NFC South last year. We had the Saints and and the Falcons and Carolina all kind of battling for the division lead. It came down to the very end of the season. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, let's go to our Super Bowl picks for 2018. Game to be played in Atlanta. And the Mickey Spagnola Super Bowl pick. I don't know what he's thinking <laughs> of on Le'Veon Bell when he's coming back, but Mickey's got the Pittsburgh Steelers winning over the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Okay. That'd be interesting, Super Bowl. Yeah, they're kind of a mess right now, but you never know. <laughs> All right. Very good. Now, here we go. You had um, Brian had Minnesota versus Jacksonville. Minnesota will win the Super Bowl. Bowl. Minnesota yeah. wins. Yeah. Rob has Minnesota versus New England. That's where I contradict myself. I think they they needed a quarterback a little more dynamic last year. And if Cousins doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think, they so got is the, he going to turn the ball over? No, I think, I think he's going to be efficient enough because they got the defense and Mike Zimmer gets a trophy over New England. Tom Brady okay. loses again. And I've got Green Bay versus New England, and I am going to go with – With, <laughs> come on, the Green Bay Packers. Yes, Super right. Bowl 31. Brian Broaddus was a part of that one. There you go. Green Bay beat New England. Yeah. Yep. There you yeah. go. 96. 96. Bill Parcells took him down. Got your ring on? He got rid of me. No, I didn't remember. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Parcells got the end of that. Win a Super Bowl, I'm going to get rid of your ass. So there you go. We got the <laughs> Mickey had the Steelers well, win the Super Bowl. Well, you could talk to Mickey. Yeah, thanks. Or we, yeah, can we talk to Mickey right now, Coach? <laughs> well, you know. could talk to Mickey. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> we need Mickey to explain his pick. Yeah. I think, okay. I, I think everybody's kind of got an idea. And, 
you know, like so I now said, we know who won't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? Dallas. It'll be Dallas in the Super Bowl versus yeah, yeah, somebody else. But yeah, they're going to be in the mix for the playoffs. I do believe that they're going to compete this year. I do Dallas. I think so too. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I had Dallas winning the division. So there you go. There you go. So, I hope All you're right. right, Bill Jones. We I hope are you're going right. to prepare you like no one else can for Dallas at Carolina tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?